Hello and welcome to another episode of Wrapped Radio. My name is Lindo Butelezi. In today's episode, I'll be sharing as well as answering some of the questions that I frequently get asked about freelance writing. As I've mentioned before in previous episodes, I have been a full-time freelance writer for about three years now. And the most common and pressing question that I've heard over the past years is how do you get those jobs? So I've decided today to dedicate this episode to answering that big question in more detail than I usually do and also share and answer some of the follow-up questions to the big question. So if you're listening and wondering what a freelance writer is, a freelance writer is an individual who is an independent contractor for one or more publications. So what that basically means is that you're not employed on a full-time basis by one specific publication. It means that you have flexible working conditions and that you can write for one or as many publications as you would like or you can handle at a time. So over the years, I've learned that it really isn't difficult and you don't need much to get your freelance writing career started. Um, first, I would say that it's obviously important to identify your niche. Identify the topics in which you you love to talk about, that you can talk about for hours, that you can write about, that you enjoy reading about. Obviously, that will make your writing experience a lot more enjoyable. And once you have done that, you can move on to the more practical elements of the writing, which include having a solid internet connection, having a reliable computer or a smartphone, and obviously a whole lot of self-discipline. Once you have that in place, then you, can, you are good to go and start your freelance writing career. One thing that's important to know going in is that although they may not advertise it, online publications are frequently on the lookout for new voices. The truth is that there's an insane amount of pressure for online publications to consistently produce good, high-ranking content. So freelance writers and content producers are usually a welcomed breath of fresh air for digital editors. So once again, look for the publications that you're interested in and reach out to them. They are ready and willing to hear from you. In terms of where you can work, this really depends on the client. For my first gig, I was on site. I was working as a freelance fashion assistant and part of the job that I had was also to create some of the articles as well as source images and ensure that the articles were well presented on the brand's digital platform. My second gig was 100% remote. I was working from home in my living room, which I still do in Johannesburg. And the publication which I was working for was based in Cape Town. And the ones after that were all usually based in Cape Town. So like I said, it really does depend on the client. Some clients want you to work on site and other clients are happy for you to work remote. Now moving on to how to get in touch with the most important people at a publication. So depending on whether you want to write for a print publication or you want to write for a digital publication, the methods are similar, however they do vary in some ways. So with a print publication, it's pretty simple because you can just walk into a store, purchase a magazine, and in the first few pages of the magazine, you'll usually find a list of the editors as well as the magazine staff. 
you can find usually a contact number that you can call and a few email addresses that you can reach out to. So it's pretty easy when it comes to a print publication. With a digital publication, you can refer to the contacts page on the publication's website and uh, usually you'll find a contact number, a physical address, and sometimes you'll find the email address of an editor, maybe the editor-in-chief. However, if that's not the case, um, what I usually do is I will look through a lot of the articles on the site, whichever sites that you're wanting to write for, and I look for the common writers, people who write usually the most articles. Usually it's staff writers, but sometimes it is contributors, and um, I will try and reach out to those contributors either using LinkedIn or using Instagram DM. Sometimes it's effective and sometimes it isn't effective, that method. Um, but if you have tried that and you've reached a dead end, a method that I use and trust 100% and that has usually given, I mean, I think 95% or maybe even 98% of the time has given me the correct email addresses of the people that I'm looking for is a tool called Email Hunter. You can find it on emailhunter.com. So with Email Hunter, if you are, you can find, if you're looking for a a person at a specific company, um, you can usually take the domain of that company that you are wanting to work with and you can just plug it into the search box and usually the email addresses, the most current email addresses, the most active email addresses will pop up of the people who work at a specific company or specific publication. So that's how I usually find email addresses. But in terms of um, finding email addresses for, let's say you're wanting to write for a publication like Vogue.com or wanting to write for Cosmopolitan.com, um, we know that in terms of those publications, those publications are not published in one country. So, and so because of that, we know that um, you can't just take Vogue.com and plug it into the search box because there are so many people at Vogue and the, the search is not going to be effective because you know that there's Vogue Arabia, there's Vogue British, there's Vogue um, America, there's Vogue India, there's so many Vogues across the, the globe. And when it comes to Cosmopolitan, there's a Cosmopolitan in South Africa, there's a Cosmopolitan in the USA, there's Cosmopolitan in so many places. So in terms of wanting to write for publications that are published in a, vari in a, in a variety of in different countries, then you will have to research the publishing houses of those different pub of those publications in the different countries. So, for example, in South Africa, pub um, Cosmopolitan is published by Associate Media. So you'll probably have to type in Associate Media, plug in associatemedia.co.za, and plug it into the search box of Email Hunter, and then you will see the the most active, you'll get a result of the most active, the most current email addresses of the people who work for associate media. You'll obviously have to do the research on who the editors of the of Cosmopolitan are so that you know um, when you're searching through the list 
who the people that you're wanting to get in touch with are. And then if you're wanting to write for Cosmopolitan in the USA, Cosmopolitan in the USA is is under the publishing house Hearst. So you'll type in hearst.com in the email hunter search box and then you will see a result of all the people that work for Hearst. And like I said, you'll have to know who the, the editors are and you can use LinkedIn for that and you can use Instagram for that as well. Next up is how to get an editor's attention. Editors are very busy people who usually move from meeting to meeting, event to event. And one thing that I've learned is that a little persistence can go a long way. Usually, I usually have to send between two to seven emails to get an editor's attention. And it's really just is about persisting. If you really want to work for a publication, if you really want to write for a specific publication, sometimes it takes... In fact, 98% of the time, it takes more than one email to get it done. Another thing that my sister has taught me that has stuck with me since the beginning is always to acknowledge who the person is. Um, Keep your emails as short as possible. Get to the point and always offer to add value. Now let's envision that you have gotten the editor's attention, you've been given the space to write, you have now successfully been led to a place where you need to know how to get your money, which leads us to the topic of invoicing. Invoicing doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be tricky. There are a number of templates available on Google Apps and on Canva. Personally, I prefer the Google Apps templates because they are simple and straightforward. The Canva ones tend to be busy and full of color and a lot of design, which is not really what you need. You need your invoice to be very simple. You need your invoice to contain all the relevant information, which includes your banking details. Ensure that those are correct. Obviously, you don't want to work and not get paid. Secondly, you want your tax number to be visible. You want to um, number all your invoices. So just to keep a good track of your invoice and your your invoicing and your admin. You want your physical address to appear on your invoice. You also want um, to invoice correctly. You want to have your rate clearly, clearly seen, clearly visible. And you want, obviously, the rate to be correct. So that's the most important thing that has to be on your invoice. Your invoice doesn't have to be pretty. But if you are adamant that you want a very colorful and sleek design, then Canva is a great place to look for one of those invoice templates. In terms of rates, obviously, you will have to discuss with the publication what the rates are. But if you're wanting to know what the general rates are for freelance writing for whatever type of freelance writing that you you will want to do now and in the future i recommend that you visit the safria site so safria is known as the southern africa freelancers association so it's the governing body as you if you want to call it that the governing body that regulates um, the freelancing industry in southern africa so there you can download a PDF with the rates of what people charge for copywriting, for script writing, for advertorials, for article writing, for all sorts of writing that is done. 
and you can check there there's also a lot of other things that you can check on the Safria site. You can look at the resources that they offer. There are tips and tricks to how to win in this industry of freelancing. You can post a job. You can join the membership, the Safria membership. You can. There's so many things that you can read on this. So you can find Safria at Safria, which is S-A-F-R-E-A dot C-O dot Z-A. So now that you know where you can work when you freelance, how you can contact and get the attention of editors, I'm going to be sharing with you where you can start looking to find work. There are great resources to help you find work all across Facebook and Twitter, but I'll be sharing some of the Facebook groups that I like, Facebook groups and pages. Uh, one Facebook group that I am a part of is called The Resource, which is exclusively for advertising, media, PR and film professionals. On this group, you can post your services and you can also apply for positions that are posted on usually an hourly basis. There's another page that I, I like, and it's, which is called Freelance Cape Town. Freelance Cape Town doesn't just post writing gigs, it posts a lot of freelance gigs that you can apply for. Um, but when in terms of writing, don't let the Cape Town pot deter you from applying for the positions, because like I've said, a lot of writing positions can be remote. Another platform that I recently found and I'm enjoying at the moment is No Sweat Work. No Sweat Work is a South African website where you can receive, you can sign up to receive briefs on freelance positions and also permanent positions. You can find No Sweat Work at nosweatwork.co.za. And if you're looking to level up and start working and getting international gigs, a good site to check out is Writers in Charge. Writers in Charge, you can find at writersincharge.com. If you know of any other platforms where freelance writers can go in order to get jobs, then please feel free to email me at lindobutelezi at gmail.com and I will be sure to add your suggestions and recommendations to the next Q&A session that I will have. Thank you for listening. Please remember to rate this episode and to subscribe to the podcast for episode updates. Otherwise, you can follow me on Instagram at lindo underscore butelezi and I'll catch you on the next one.